Welcome to Canadian Music. I'm Dr. Rhea Beaumont, host and founder of the podcast. I'm a musician and specialist in Canadian culture, and I look forward to sharing with you Canada's story through its music. Canada is one of the most multicultural countries in the world, and this is reflected in the cultural, generational, geographical, and stylistic diversity of Canadian music. The title of this episode is Canadian composer John Weinzweig and performing Silence. For this first episode in the podcast series, I thought it was appropriate to commemorate the 75th anniversary of VE Day, or Victory in Europe Day, which marked the end of World War II on May 8, 1945. It's one of the most important moments in history. The Second World War elicited strong reactions from artists worldwide, including Canadian composers. This episode features a work by John Weinzweig because he's considered the Dean of Canadian Classical Music. He helped found organizations dedicated to disseminating Canadian music, such as the Canadian League of Composers and the Canadian Music Centre. He taught many composers writing today, and he was also the first Canadian composer to use the 12-tone or dodecaphonic and serial techniques. If you don't know what that is, fear not, there'll be a brief description in the podcast. Most importantly, John Weinzweig's very relevant to today's dialogue because he was interested in social injustice and humanitarian causes. Writing mostly for orchestra and chamber orchestra, several of his works incorporate political statements. Wine of Peace is dedicated to the United Nations. Domia, from 1969, reflects on the Holocaust. Prisoner of Conscience is dedicated to Amnesty International. The orchestral piece Domia was the composer's reaction to the war's atrocities. The title is Hebrew for Silence. And the composer explores the fundamental concepts of sound and silence, but in a very unusual way. In the composer's words, the piece starts with silence and builds around it, which is a very interesting concept. Weinswick meticulously notates the silence, which is not unusual for music scores because composers write out the notes and the rests. But in this orchestral piece, the conductor actively conducts the silence to show the musicians and the audience that silence is being observed. The performers do not play or move during these sections. And this combination of silence and stillness of the musicians creates a powerful effect, especially for the audience, because the audience is involved in the piece even before the sound begins. Why does the composer place so much importance on silence in Domia? Weinswick felt there were no words to appropriately and fully express the atrocities that had taken place. Inspired by the 39th Psalm, he wrote an inscription in the score that reads, Silence is the unspoken word, a shadow of something heard. Silence is the final sound of the Nazi Holocaust. In Domia, the use of silence is as important as the use of sound, and it's part of the work's structure, which makes it a very emotional composition. Although the piece is for full orchestra, the dynamic range is pianissimo, or very quiet, to mezzo piano, or medium quiet. Instead of using melody, he focuses on dynamics, or loud and soft, the density of the sound, tone colors of the instruments, and the length of the notes. Several times in the piece, the string section plays together and holds the sound, but then instruments gradually drop out as the sound level becomes quieter in a decrescendo. Weinzweig named these bleeding clusters because the strings play all 12 notes of the chromatic scale simultaneously. If you look at the piano and find any 12 consecutive black and white notes, 
that makes a chromatic scale. It's the basis for the 12-tone or serial and dodecaphonic compositions such as Dumia. Most music that you hear is tonal and it's written in a key such as C major. It's based on scales that use Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti, Do. A simple way to think of it is the C major scale uses only the white notes on the keyboard and the chromatic scale uses those plus all the ones in between. In the 12-tone system, all notes are equal. There's no pull to a central note like Do. Composers started to use the 12-tone system in the 20th century, and it's often associated with music that's dissonant and harsh, but that's rather an unfair assessment. Here it's used quite beautifully. Hearing all 12 notes performed at the same time by the string section produces an angst that's so appropriate for the subject matter. It's quite poignant. In Dumia, the orchestra plays together duty only once and just for four bars very softly. The last 30 seconds of silence are also conducted. The musicians remain in plain position to give a visual image that the piece is not over for psychological impact. The conductor cues the woodwinds to lower their instruments and the others follow one at a time. Wineswick was one of the most important Canadian composers writing in the mid-20th century. Born in 1913 in Toronto, he wrote pieces in both the classical and jazz idioms, but it was through his radio broadcasts for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation and music he wrote for the National Film Board that Weinzweig introduced Canadian audiences to contemporary music. He studied at the University of Toronto where he founded the school orchestra, which he then conducted, and he received his master's degree from the Eastman School of Music in Rochester, New York. For those of you who are interested, you can look up his eminent teachers, Healy Willen, Leo Smith, Sir Ernest Macmillan, and Howard Hansen, who introduced him to the music of serial composer Albin Berg from the Second Viennese School. Wineswag taught at the Royal Conservatory in Toronto and served in the Royal Canadian Air Force from his post in Ottawa between 1943 and 45. He trained so many fine composers as a faculty member at the University of Toronto. He was made an officer of the Order of Canada, which is the country's highest honour, and he passed away in 2006. Not all of these podcast episodes will have such weighty content, but I thought it was important to feature, in this year in particular, these historical events and acknowledge the veterans to thank them for their sacrifice. For additional materials and definitions on some of the terms you may not be familiar with, please visit the website canadianmusicpodcast.com for more information. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for Episode 2.